Let's face it, this is not the worst thing you've caught me doing. You look nervous. I'm in a glass case of emotion! Slowly let go of me, I think you're brutal my neck me. That is why the warriors have come! I'll be back to have vengeance! Throw me a freaking bone here! Martini, shaken, not stirred. The force will be with you always. Avengers, assemble in the red corner. Standing six foot two inches tall, weighing in at 245 pounds. Is the Eclectic Collective. Welcome, Eclectic Family. We have a very special episode for you today. Uh, we have Master Level Psychic Medium and Spiritual Advisor, Artie Hoffman. Artie, thank you so much for joining us today. Oh, it's my pleasure. It's my pleasure. So, you know, I always like, um, um, I, I like a captured audience. <laughs> <laughs> it's never a problem on this end to be here. So, so, but I appreciate you inviting me on. Absolutely. All right, I'm going to pass it over to Matt. Matt, you want to lead us off with our questions for today? Yeah. Uh, yeah, like Jim said, welcome, guys. Uh, we have the hottest psychic with the warmest heart here, Artie Hoffman. Uh, Artie, um, let, for those watching right now, uh, who have never heard of a psychic medium. Can you give us a little uh, background on what a psychic medium is? Hell no. I'm okay. <laughs> well, that was a good Let show. Yeah, good right, show, right, and we're, we're done. Let <laughs> you just know. Google it. That'll tell you. <laughs> Why wasting my time? <laughs> now, a psychic is somebody who predicts the past, present, and future. And uh, a medium is someone who's capable of communicating to people who have passed away, deceased loved ones who have passed away. And how that is possible is because it's not the, um, it's not the, uh, whatchamacallit, it's not the uh, soul that dies. The soul is who we are. The body dies. The body dies, not the soul. Yeah. And so what happens when the body dies, the soul lifts up out of the body. And so I'm communicating to the souls. And so okay. um, that's how I'm able to communicate to deceased loved ones. And they send me messages to let everyone know that they're okay. Or a lot of times it's really funny stuff. They have a lot of them have a great sense of humor still on the other side. Mm -hmm. And um, I mean, I, I hear the stuff for the first time. It's coming out of my mouth and I'm laughing my ass off too. <laughs> I'm all this funny stuff. And I said, I can't believe he just said that or she just said that. So it's, it's pretty funny. Like one of the things that was said, like this lady, she had a very good um, personality. She had a very good personality and, and she was very vivacious. Her husband was very vivacious, great personality. And the, the message that he sent to her, to his wife, and he passed away. He goes, honey, it's killing me not to be with you. <laughs> <laughs> so I thought that was, I thought that was cute and funny, but yeah. So um, I communicate to angels 
And, um, and what my job is, but I don't even call it a job. Um, my blessing is, is that I love to heal people's hearts. I love to give people information. Mm-hmm. I love to comfort them. I love to heal them in any way, you know, and sometimes, not, not sometimes there's a lot of people, uh, if they're into the Bible belt situation, they say, Oh, this is against my religion. This is evil. This is bad. But the bottom line is, um, it all what your intentions are behind your actions. So if your okay. intentions are to do something really well <clears throat> with your gift, no matter what it may be, I'm not here to try to manipulate people or to take advantage of people, um, but I'm here to help people. <clears throat> and I do believe in God and I, and I do get message spiritually. So my angels, the people's angels, the people's loved ones, the Holy Spirit, they all give me messages and, I, and, I, and I've learned to be able to open up my mind so I could develop a rapport, a language with the spiritual world. And they send me messages and then I just deliver it to whoever it's meant for. Is this a, like a, a natural ability or is this something that's ritualistic? Um, like, like Jim said earlier, this is all new to me. So I like, I'm, I'm kind of ignorant when it comes to this part, but I'm, I'm very curious. Is it like a, a, a like a ritual type thing or is this something that you can do by communication with the other person? Yeah. Um, well, first of all, there are people who are naturally born with the gift. We all have some sense of intuitiveness to us. All of us do have a sense of intuitiveness. Um, other people are much more advanced than others. Uh, there are some people who literally um, had nothing. They got an accident. They clinically died, came back, you know, near-death experience. They come back right. and all of a sudden they have the gift. Um, and like I said, others were born with it. For me, um, I got a postcard in the mail, in my junk mail, and uh, I was very frustrated in my life at the time, too, and I'm having a conversation with God, and I said, God, I'm very frustrated in my life. You know, I need answers. I need clear answers, and at that time, I had everything in the physical world, monetarily, everything Mm -hmm. was going great. My family, my job, friends, house, I mean, everything was going great, but yet I still was not fulfilled inside. There was, I knew there was something more. So I'm having a conversation with God. And then a few days later, I, 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 I'm, I'm sifting through my junk mail in my kitchen. And I usually just throw it away when I see junk mail. But this time I was going through it. And I looked at a postcard and it said, how would you like to develop your psychic ability and intuitiveness? Go to the Edgar Casey Foundation in Virginia Beach for this one weekend seminar. And I'm looking at it. I said, huh, I didn't know you could learn how to do this. I figure either you had it or you didn't. So I asked my wife, who was my wife at the time, I said, this looks pretty interesting. You want to go with me? And uh, she goes, I don't give a crap about that. You can go if you want. I'm not interested. (laughs) So I went away for that one weekend because I was curious. I I didn't look at it like, oh, this is the answer to my prayers. I wouldn't look at it like this is my career. Not at all. You know, I did it just for shits and giggles just to see if I can do it. So I go to the I go to the place and there's this one very large room that they had there. And there was like 50 of us in one room. And we're all from different parts of the country. And, uh, you know, and they, and they taught you how to get in that spiritual zone. I'm just mm-hmm. cutting out a lot of stuff. They taught you how to get in that spiritual zone. And then after they did that for a little bit, they <coughs> broke us up into groups. And then after they broke us up into groups, they said, whoever you're with, whatever you get with that person, just share it with them. Don't judge any information. Just <coughs> feel what you feel and whatever messages might pull through in your thoughts. Just share it with the person. If you don't understand it, they might understand it. If they don't understand it now, they'll understand it later. 
Well, while I was doing this for people, people were telling me how accurate I was with a lot of information that I was giving them. And I was blown away that this even existed, that I could do it. And of course, people were doing the same to me. So um, after that weekend, I went home and uh, I bought myself a deck of spiritual cards. And I was reading for friends and family just for the fun of it for a few years. And again, every, a lot of people were telling me how accurate I was with my predictions and what was going on. Um, so then I got to a point in my life where I made some investments and I needed some extra cash, like really fast, uh, more than what I was making. And I wasn't doing so bad then, but I needed more. Okay. So I'm sitting on my couch and I'm thinking to myself, what can I do to earn some extra money? <clears throat> and while I'm thinking about it, I said, you know what? I know how to read people. I know how to do readings. I'll throw an ad in the paper. And it said, if I don't pull through, no charge. Because I didn't want people to think I was taking advantage of them. Mm -hmm. So, uh, you know, and, and if I suck, then, you know, just a few minutes shared. And if I pull through, then you pay me. And 90% of the people paid me. And by word of mouth, it just took off like a wildfire. Okay. And um, now it's like 31 years later. I've read for over 31,000 people in my life. Wow. wow. And I've been on the radio. <laughs> I've been on TV. And... Um, you know, and so if people are saying to me, oh, what you do is the devil's work and that's really bad. And the Bible says this, the Bible says that. And I say to them, I said, well, if you say that the devil is, this is devil's work, then I need to shake his hand and thank him because he's helped me heal a lot of people, you know? Mm -hmm. So like I said, I channel angels and I challenge, I channel the Holy <laughs> Spirit. I totally believe in God. And um, so I do things with the best of intentions. Now, are there people who do what I do? and try to take advantage of the public? Yes. Do they try to manipulate the public? Yes. You know, to get more money out of them or whatnot. Mm -hmm. So, well, I think we have a uh, question from the audience. Uh, okay. Yeah. Mike. So, um, so we have a, a question right here. This, uh, uh, my computer froze. Oh, it's all right. I got it. Um, do all souls hang around? Are there times when you cannot get in contact? Um, you know, like, you know, is it just, uh, do they are they all there, or do you sometimes run into trouble? Once in a blue moon, I can't contact a, a certain spirit. Most of the times, I can. Most of the times, I can. But um, each soul has their own reasoning why they might not pull through. So, in other words, if somebody wants me to try to communicate to say one of their parents, whoever it may be. Um, so what you do is I tell them, I said, so I could zero in on their energy. I said, just show me a picture of that person. It doesn't make a difference. It doesn't have to be a recent picture. It could be your mm -hmm. grandfather when he was three years old. I don't care. Mm -hmm. I just want to zero in on the energy. Okay. And so just because you knock on someone's door, it doesn't mean that they're going to be home. So there are times where I'm trying to connect to a grandfather but instead one of their friends pull through who passed away okay. or I'm trying to, or I'm trying to connect to the mother and instead the father pulls through or, you know, it's like, it's who's ever there. So, mm -hmm. and I have no control of that. So, um, but on the most part, I could usually connect to the spirit. Um, how, one of the reasons why I might not be able to, if the person I'm reading, if their energy is very low, uh, very uh, challenging, um, it's okay to be skeptic. Skeptic doesn't bother me. Skeptic is, I don't know what to expect. I don't know if I really believe in this, but that's okay. That doesn't bother me one ounce. But when you're like this and you have your arms folded and then, so, you know, in your thoughts, you're going, go ahead, try to read me. It's like, you don't mm -hmm. want me to. 
So you're challenging me. So therefore, I can't work my will over your will. You know, so um, there are people who do do that or it could be jealousy. You know, there are times where I read other readers and, and they want to see what I can do. And um, so sometimes they're jealous and they don't want me. They say they want to, but they really want me to screw up. So mm -hmm. I can't read past somebody's energy. If you are extremely angry, it's a very it's also hard to read somebody who's very angry, mm -hmm. um, extremely drunk. I don't mind it buzz. A buzz is okay. But when they're <laughs> extremely drunk, angry, um, if they have super high expectations, mm -hmm. like I, I, I got to know this, you know, then again, your, your extreme intensity of expectations will, will not work. So I'll give you an example. Uh, this is a true story. So there was a young couple who came to see me and they lost one of their children at, at, at birth. Now they had four children. And, and an assistant, you know, they had a, an au pair. Okay. I was able to name all four children. I was able to name the assistant. I was able to tell them a lot of things about their life and what's going on with the kid's life. For some reason, I could not connect with that child that they mm. really wanted to connect to. So they walked away very upset and they thought that I sucked and that's okay because they only wanted what they wanted to hear. Or another loved one pulled through who passed away and was giving me information. I was giving it to them. But if you're really talking to my to my mother, what was my pet name? What was the name that she always gave me? <clears throat> so now you're challenging me, and it's like uh, my brain goes on a freeze because your your expectations. But there are times where I'm just naturally talking to somebody, and then all of a sudden, <clears throat> um, you know, I'll say, "Hey, Susie Q is here. Susie Q is my oh my god, that's what they always called me. That was like oh my god, that was my nickname, and oh my god, or or somebody." Or sometimes I'll say, hey, Harry. I go, Harry's here. Da, da, da. He goes, oh, my God, that's my father. His name's John, but everyone called him Harry. You know, So it's like every single reading is different. There's no such thing as protocol. Um, I don't like prep for mm -hmm. any parties that I do. I don't prep for any readings that I do. Mm -hmm. There's no, you know, I just meditate. I just literally talk to the angels and say, thank you for sending me messages into my heart, mind, and soul. Thank you for all your protection. Thank you for all your answers. Thank you for your guidance. Boom. And let's just see what happens. Okay. And we, <clears throat> we have another question. Do souls come to you uninvited or do you have to reach out to them first? Um, <clears throat> that's a very good question because I have friends who are on 24 seven. So in other words, there are souls that will just come to them all, all the time, all over the place. For me, I'm off all the time and um, but when I want to connect to a loved one or when I want to connect to an angel when I want to get an answer when I want it I tune it in and they give it to me in the moment but um, no it's not like like when I go to the restaurants or when I go to the malls you know when they existed <laughs> remember when remember when no, so but when I went out in public, you know, when we used to be able to, no, yeah. but when I went out in public, it's not like I would have <laughs> souls and spirits just bombarding me uh, from all over. Mm. You know, I don't have that because I have a protection shield. Literally, it's, a, it's like this protection shield and I'm just like everybody else. But when I want to turn it on on the dime, they're there for me. Cool. So what happens when um, you're reading someone and... Uh, you get a really bad vibe, like uh, you have you you feel like uh, violence, or maybe something that may, maybe you feel that 
you know, something really bad is going to happen. Like, F, like personally, like, is there something that you do or do you inform someone, uh, you know, for the fear that something bad <clears throat> could potentially happen? Well, yeah, people have asked me, Art, do you ever tell, do I tell bad news? And I say to them, well, I give hard news. I do give hard news. And what I mean by that, if I'm going to drop off any bad news to you, um, I'll give you the solution. I'm not just going to okay. say something and say you're in deep crap and, you yeah. know, Good I don't luck. tell people when they're, <laughs> I don't tell people when they're going to die because that doesn't serve a purpose. <laughs> You know, whether I'm right on the money or not, you know, whether I'm dead on or not, no pun intended. No, but I would never, uh, I, w I wouldn't do that to somebody. Um, you know, I don't, I talk to dead people, but I don't tell people when they're going to die. The only time I'll say something about death is when, um, if somebody's already on their deathbed and it's expected and they're trying to prepare. So, you know, that they have a week or a month or three months to go. They said, all right, how much longer do, you know, and then I'll you know, I'll channel and to see if I'm able to get that answer. But um, as far as uh, giving bad news, I'll tell you a very interesting story that happened. True story. Well, all my stories are true. A girl walks into my place and um, filled with tattoos. I mean, I know that this girl's been to the mill and back, you know, you could tell by her energy, just heaviness. So she sits at my table and I don't judge anybody, you know, everybody is, you know, has a beauty to them. Their soul has a beauty to them regardless. So I'm able to go underneath all the crap and just talk to and communicate with the beauty. So this girl is sitting down and um, as soon as she actually, as soon as she walked into my place, she goes, Artie, she goes, I've been thinking about you every single day for the last two years. So I'm flattered, you know, not personally, uh, sexually attracted, but I'm flattered that she said that. So I was giggling a little bit that she actually said that. And I said, all right, so like, can I ask you why you were thinking about me for the last two years? And, uh, she said, you did a reading for me here two years ago and we're sitting at this kitchen table and you held my hand. And the first time you held my hand, you started to sing the song, Highway to Hell, I'm going to Highway yeah. to Hell by ACDC. So I looked at her as soon as I started singing that song to her. I looked at her and she said, you said to me, if I don't stop doing what I'm doing real soon, I'm going to get caught at doing something I shouldn't be doing and I'm going to get thrown in jail. And she goes, well, a week later after the reading, she goes, for whatever stupid reason, I, I, I didn't pay attention to you and I got caught at doing something I should not be doing and I got thrown in jail for two years oh, wow. and you warned me not to do it otherwise I was going to get caught you said I will get caught and I'll probably be put away <laughs> and that's what happened so she had the opportunity not to go through that experience but again the ego wants what it wants and I do that a lot of times with relationships there are times where I say listen you know, I wouldn't be with this person if I were you because you're going to get hurt or it's going to end up like this or it's going to be like that. <laughs> so, you know, mm -hmm. I could give you the best advice because I'm not emotionally invested, you know. So close friends and family, they're very hard to read for me. Or if I'm doing a reading for myself, I, I can't see super clearly for uh, certain people because I'm too emotionally attached. So I don't know if it's coming through my ego, what I'm just thinking, my arty advice, or is it coming through spiritual advice? Yeah. Gotcha. But when I don't know somebody and it's just cold, <clears throat> then it's coming through genuinely. And I just tell, say my gut feelings. 
Now, there are times where I tell people really bad news and that they don't want to hear, say, you know, I'm predicting their divorce or I'm predicting, you know, not getting the job or, or whatever. Mm-hmm. And I said, and I, and, and I sometimes, you know, I'll get them nervous, but I, I do give them the antidote. I do tell them what to look forward to, but they can only see what they want to see in the moment. Gotcha. Right. So when I tell people bad news like that, this is what I usually say to them. I got good news and I got bad news. I said, the good news is I'm not right 100% of the time. I said, the bad news is I'm right most of the time. Yeah. Yeah. Gotcha. So, so there's, there's one question before this show uh, that my, uh, my mother wanted me to ask because she was really curious. Uh, so uh, I'm going to have to ask if she's watching out there uh, right now. <laughs> If she's going to get caught for doing what she shouldn't be doing. Tell yeah, her right. Uh, tell her to get back the money. Yes. Catch up with her. <laughs> she wanted to know um, if you were ever called on to work with uh, any authority figures like police, FBI, anything like that. Yeah. Yeah. Yes. Can you tell us yes. those stories? Um, I, this is really interesting. Just not too long ago, there was a high profile case in New Jersey and people were asking me to help look for this one girl. Um, you know, uh, they couldn't find her. And, um, I saw her pictures posted around, but I don't impose myself unless somebody comes to me. Okay. And so what happened was, just so you know, people, I have a Facebook live show every Sunday night. Mm-hmm. All right. And uh, somebody was uh, messaging me through my Facebook live. Hey, Artie, you know, uh, what do you see for this guy? I forgot the girl's name. I think her name's Carla. So I don't know. I forgot. But or Stephanie. Her name was Stephanie. And she goes, uh, have you seen Stephanie? So and so. Can you tell us where where she is? I came back and I can't get involved because the family did not locate me. I can't impose my will upon someone else. Okay. You know, just because there's an award, $10,000 or 20000 it's like if the family themselves are not coming to me, then I really can't unless if I'm being asked. So their best friend reached out to me, the, 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 um, the, the, the parents of the daughter, mm-hmm. their best friend, who I personally know, reached out to me and says, already, listen, I'm really good friends with these people. <laughs> Can you help find Stephanie? Blah, 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 blah. So I'm looking at Stephanie's um, picture. And I was getting things, believe it or not, this is wild that I'm telling you this story. I said, she's near two streets that cross each other and the cities have to do with the streets of Tennessee. I go, really? Yeah. I said, Hmm. the the city names are Tennessee and there's a, and I'm seeing a park and I'm seeing big (laughs) cylinders that like underground cylinders, cement cylinders. Mm-hmm. And I'm seeing like a bunch of play sets all around the area, like like um, like um, what you call it, uh, backyards and stuff. And so I described this one. I've never been to this part of New Jersey before. And she said, and so they Google, and I said, and and the body of water that where she's near is also by the shape of Tennessee. It's like the the shape of the water. It's kind of shaped almost like Tennessee. Mm-hmm. So her husband was Googling it and found. The body of water that was shaped like Tennessee found the two streets that were right there by the body of the water that had the two names of the cities of Tennessee. Mm-hmm. And also um, there's a park right there. And then all around there. So we went there 
And, and there was backyards with all play sets and there was big cylinders all around the ground. And there's a, a park back there. Well, it turned out, and, and then when somebody was messaging me, to, you know, Artie, can you help find this girl, you know, through Facebook? This is before what just I just told you. Mm-hmm. And I said, they're going to find the girl by accident. She's Someone's just going to walk by and they're just, she just happened. These kids happen to be in the right place at the right time. So I totally forgot that I said that on Facebook. I totally forgot that I said that. So here I am, I'm searching, I, and I said to my friend, I said, Heidi, I'm telling you, this is, it's around here, it's around, this is what I'm feeling, this is what I'm feeling. There's a bunch of, it's a park, it's where a bunch of teenagers hang out, It's where because she was a teenager. A bunch of teenagers hang out, this is where they get laid, this is where they drink, this is where they smoke, all this stuff. And um, so I, I said, I feel like this is the hangout area. Well, it turns out that that spot was directly in between her boyfriend's place, who's the one who killed her, and her place. All right. So and that place that I spotted was where they used to hang out. Now, I thought she was buried there and it turns out she wasn't buried there. I thought she was. They actually found her a couple of weeks later, uh, just a couple of miles away along a major busy road of of New Jersey called what's known as Freehold. And two young boys were walking along the grass, along the highway, you know, but on the grass part and they spotted her. And they ended up finding her just totally by accident. And they had crews and search parties all over the place and stuff. Mm-hmm. And um, But they did end up finding her by accident, like I said, on the air. But the weird thing is, I don't understand when I was asking her, where are you? Where are you? And she showed me this spot. And, and, and I never went there. And it totally was everything that I described to my friend, everything to a T. Mm-hmm. And so, but they ended up finding her a couple of miles away. Um, and I said to her, she is, she's by a tree where there's a cross. There's, she's by a tree where there's a cross. Well, it turns out that the boys who, tramp, who, who fumbled over her, uh-huh. who came across her, she was right by this large tree where, that I saw. Uh-huh. She was right by this very large tree. And it turns out, and I said, there's a cross right there. It turns out that all her friends ended up putting a cross on the tree where she was found okay so i mean did i actually locate locate her no did i describe how she was going to be fine yes did i describe where she hung out and the significant area yes you know <laughs> did i describe the area of where she was at yes because i said a large tree with a cross and the kids ended up putting crosses to as a memorial holy cow it's like uh like an episode of <laughs> cold case files y'all remember that show yeah, yeah. yeah. That's insane. So, no, like, but, then, uh, but then again, I did also, when I first started doing what I do, somebody from a bar a few towns away asked me if I could find out who killed their one friend. Uh-huh. And, um, and I described the killer to a T. I didn't know who I was talking about, but I went to the bar. I'm looking at the guy who was killed. And when I was looking at him, he was describing the guy who killed him. And oh. so the owner of the bar who happened to be standing there says, I know exactly who you're talking about because I described what the guy looked like. I described where he lived. I described um, the place of where he lives. I described uh, his mother, mm-hmm. uh, all these things, his character. And they reopened up the case. But mind you, the guy died years ago and the guy got rid of the evidence. Mm-hmm. The guy got rid of the evidence and I knew the evidence was thrown in the water. 
okay. which is a river right nearby. But you're talking three, four, five years later, and you're not yeah. going to have yeah. that there. So the police did reopen up the case based on all the information that I said because I described the guy. But there was nothing. They, they had nothing on him. But the police botched up the um, investigation so bad mm-hmm. that they opened it just because the public was getting aroused by this right but then they closed it again because it was a cover-up wow because of their mess up because they got very lazy on the investigation so they closed it up and considered it a closed case but yeah no i I, yeah so it's pretty wild um so uh among your uh many talents uh you you being a psychic uh psychic and a medium uh, you're also an inspirational speaker and healer. Can you tell us a, bit, a little bit about those aspects away from the psychic medium, or are they all kind of intertwined? Uh, no, well, I'm a, I'm a life coach also. So there are times, yeah, so there are people who come to see me for a psychic reading, and I could feel their energy. And this isn't for everybody, I'm saying at a time. I could feel their energy, and it's like, if I just gave them a psychic reading based on their energy when they walked into my place or when I do a phone reading, their their reading's going to suck because their energy sucks. So what I do is I instantly will see what they're going through. It's not always the problem that's the problem. It's how you're handling the problem is what's the problem. <coughs> so a lot of people, um, you know, uh, it's your perception. So a lot of people... Uh, feel like a victim in their life. A lot of people feel vulnerable in their life. A lot of people feel beaten up. And so when I help them relook at themselves and their situation from a healthier perspective, I give them back their power. And so when I give them back their power, that changed the quality of their life, how they view themselves and how they view to handle things because now they have a healthier perspective within themselves, so they no longer feel like a victim to their partner in life, or they no longer feel a victim to to life or, or to the people at work or whatever. But now that they have a healthier perspective, once I'm able to help them put themselves in a healthier state of mind, now I could give them a better reading because now I'm dealing with a healthier state of mind of a person. Okay. And, then, and now their future is changed <clears throat> because of that. You know, um, as far as healing goes, um, again, that's a sense of healing right there when I when I uh, give people direction. Yeah. Um, I have physically, uh, through the through the hands through through the spirit and the love of God and the angels. You know, when I put my hands or or and say certain prayers when I'm with the person, it's like people have physically, literally, been able to be cured. Um, not everyone is curable a hundred percent. Not everyone's curable. There are people who are curable, but it has to also do within their state of mind, you know? So if you have healthy seeds that can Mm -hmm. grow Mm -hmm. orchards of apples, but you throw them on cement, I don't care how healthy the seeds are. If, if they're not willing to accept what I'm trying to project for them, you know, through the love of God and through the love of the angels, if they're not willing to accept my help or the angels, I can't help them. Nobody can help them. But when they're open up to it, yes, then they could be healed. They could be saved. But not everyone's meant to be cured. Sometimes they're meant just to be better, but not meant to be fully cured. Yes. And it all depends within themselves 
What is their intentions? How will their life change if they're cured? Some people say they want to be cured, but they really don't want to be cured. Right. And I'll give you two examples. And I read this. This, didn't ha- this was not my experience, but this is something that I read. There is a gentleman out in Chicago, and I forgot his name. Otherwise, I'd give it to you. But he's been known to heal like Jesus heal. I mean, he's like amazing. So I wish I, I knew his name. I, and I was foolish not to write it down. But anyway, this is a story that I never forgot. So this guy is capable of healing people's broken bones. If you have cancer, if you have this, you have diabetes, whatever it is, the guy was capable of healing. Unbelievable. And um, so three girls walk in, three girls walk into his place. And all he needs is five minutes with each person for three days in a row because he puts a mindset into their mind. And when he heals, he says whatever he says. He does whatever he does for five minutes. That's it. And then that's it. So after the three girls went through the stages of, of doing his session, like two weeks be- two weeks later, the girls didn't feel better at all. So the doctor said, I don't understand why none of those girls are not healed. I, I yeah. just can't believe it. Why? And so he did a little investigation. So these girls were all sick because they all worked for the same company and they were all suing the company for major bucks. So even though they didn't want the pain and they wanted to get healed in one way, but yet if their pain was gone, they couldn't sue the company. Uh, okay. uh. So, so they had an ulterior motive of gotcha. staying sick, staying right. of okay. staying not being hurt so they, they could sue the company. That makes sense. Gotcha. Yeah. So if, if I was sitting there right now, uh, like, cause I'm very interested with nerves. Like I would be really nervous because that means nothing. You being nervous doesn't mean anything. Okay. Like I, I didn't know if like that, like nervous energy would like no. affect the whole process because, <clears throat> no. you know, you want to try like, you know, uh, but a lot of the eclectic fans and us, we know we're really open-minded. We want to try new things and everything, but like, you know, but, you know, trying something like this, uh, you know, with the spirituality aspect, you know, like I know if I was sitting there, I would be extremely nervous because it's something I've never been a part of or really learned about. So, you know, my imagination would go everywhere. Like, right. you know, I just thought I just thought of something funny as you were talking. And it's like for someone to have brain surgery, they have to be open minded. <laughs> <laughs> i don't know what made me think of that but it was but that's my humor that's what i think about we do have another facebook question um do you have when you do your readings do you only have to do in person or can you do them over the phone or oh, video no, I can do it all, no i've read for people in australia i've read for people in california uh, you know all the different states of the country uh, distance has nothing to do with it. It's not about the physical world. It's about the spiritual. Yeah. It's spirit to spirit. Mm-hmm. Spirit has no limitations. You know, so there are times like, so if you're saying, hey, Art, you know, what do you see for my mother? She's going through this and that. Even though your mother's not right there and you're asking on her behalf, when I zero in mm-hmm. to the spirit world, the spirit world gives me uh, information or understanding to your mother or to your friend or whoever else you want to know about. <laughs> Um, so it has nothing to do with the physical world. It's all spiritual. So, um, yeah, I could do, uh, Skype. I could do phone readings. I could do whatever, just the sound of the voice. Mm -hmm. Um, the Mm -hmm. reason why 
I, I was just personally trained that when I connect to deceased loved ones, I like to look at a picture. When I look into their eyes, they communicate thoughts into my head, visual yeah. thoughts. I, I see things. If the people are alive, you know, I, you know, like I said, I, I only need pictures of the dead. That's it. But if the people are alive, I don't need any pictures because you just have to mention their full name, how old they are or about how old they are. And then just tell me the situation. Or if you just want to say, hey, you know, a lot of a lot of mothers want to know about their kids. I said, all right, what's their full name and um, what's their age? One kid at a time. So they tell me the first, middle and last name. They tell me the age and I start flipping the cards. And all of a sudden I start getting images. And boom, 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 boom. I describe the personality. I describe what's going to happen to them or what the way they are or how they could deal with them or whatever, you know? Okay. So uh, a lot of a lot of questions that people ask because unfortunately there's too many of this where parents are dealing with kids that are on drugs. Now to help somebody overcome uh, their drug addiction, yeah, the reason why a lot of people relapse after they're, they're cured or after, you know, they're cleansed, I should say the body is cleansed, if you don't have something exciting to look forward to once you're cleansed, you have nothing. All right, so I'm cleansed. So now what? Right. And then they get bored right. and then they hang out with their friends and they go right back into right it. Into it. Yeah. So if you give them an island or a dream that you create for them, say when you get clean, go to vacational school, you know, learn, learn about being an architect, learn about mechanics, learn about plumbing, electrician. You could learn to be do that. Like you need to get them excited yeah. about a right. something so that when they're clean, there's a, a motivation. Yeah. But if you have no motivation and they're just getting clean, they're back in the same old shit and they're going to end up doing drugs again, or they're going to hang out with the same old friends. You have to disconnect from your friends. A lot of times I tell parents, <clears throat> like, oh, bring them out into the farms and have them just work with horses or wildlife. And just be in nature to get away from the atmosphere. So nature, so they could, you know, build their character that way too. Yeah. yeah. Um, so uh, I've read that you um, have uh, worked with celebrities. Um, is it, I'm curious to know uh, for what you do and working with a celebrity, is that an in intimidating uh, position no. to be in, or is it just the no. same as working? They're, they're the same as everybody else. I mean, personally, I get excited beforehand, yeah. but then when I'm in the moment, I just close my eyes. They're not there to be with me for me to gawk at them or to praise them like the public does. Mm -hmm. Yeah, I'm there mm -hmm. on a personal note to zero in on them as a person. I zero in on their inner child. And, and I communicate to their inner child, to their spirit, mm -hmm. and I give them answers. And let me tell you something. There are times where, forget about celebrities, but when I have girls that are sitting right in front of me, and they are absolutely drop-dead gorgeous, and they have cleavage up the gazoles, <laughs> let me yeah. tell you something. During that situation, what? but I do this with most people, I close my eyes, and I just zero in on what it is that the spiritual world is sharing with me. I don't allow the distractions of one's beauty or sex appeal or whatever, but they're coming down thinking like, Oh, you know, already, you know, you know, look at me, look at me. And mm -hmm. it's like, no, I, I don't do that. You know, when I first started, yeah, it, it really threw me for a loop. Some of the girls that I was reading, I, I just got flustered. Yeah. But, but mm -hmm. I shortly learned after that, when I have, I, I say, let me hold your hand. And I say that with everyone, let me hold your hand. 
when I'm sitting with them, I close my eyes and then I just zero in with whatever information is pulling through and I tell them what they need to hear. And I do nothing with gawking at them or praising them or, oh my God, oh my God, oh my God. I don't do that stuff, you know? Yeah. Yeah. I'm there I'm there as a professional and I'm there to do what I, what, I, what, what they're paying me to do, you know? So, but as far as celebrities, yeah, it's interesting to um, read for major celebrities. The last major celebrity I spoke with was Erica Estrada and um, Frederico from The Sopranos. Oh, oh yeah. yeah. Okay. You know, so, um, you know, and, and so those were the last two. Um, and, and, you know, so it's interesting. And the girl, I forgot her name. Uh, I gave her a little mini, mini reading uh, when she was on a podcast show that I was on. Um, she was the one who played the mother to um, Michael J. Fox in Back to the Future. Leah Thompson. Leah Thompson. Leah Thompson. Yes, Leah Thompson. Uh, yes. Yes, I'll take uh, good-looking actresses for 100, please. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, Leah Thompson's the love of my life, man. Yeah. So, any case, so, uh, so anyway, so she asked me for some advice about certain, you know, movies, deals, and stuff. Uh, what was going on? And I told her. And so, it's like I said, it's fun. It's interesting. It's really cool. And... Um, yeah, so it's all good. It's all good. But um, let's, let's talk about your book. Uh, I saw that you have a book. Um, uh, is it Angels and Airways? Angels and Answers. Here you go. Answers. Folks. Sorry. Angels, Angels and Answers. Angels and Answers. There you go. Right there. All yeah. Right. Tell us about this book. Um, well, this book, it helps describe, excuse me, it helps describe about, it talks about your life. You will literally, if you were to order the book, Angels and Answers, whether it be through Amazon, you know, written by Artie Hoffman, that's me. Uh, if you go to artiehoffman.com, there's a link where you could order the book, Angels and Answers. Um, the book talks about angels and saints, describes 12 of them. There's a lot more than that, but I picked 12 of them. Uh, 10 angels and two saints. Uh, Padre Pio is one of the saints and Mother Teresa. Uh, and I talk about Archangel, Michael, and Ariel. And like I said, and there's a bunch of other angels that I talk about. And and it describes exactly what their purpose and sinew is, you know, what their strong points were. Um, it also, this book also describes about um, life itself in a very simplistic way so that you could understand not only life itself, but also your life. A lot of aha moments happen when people read my book yeah. and um, and I explain things in very simplistic layman terms. You don't have to be a rocket scientist. You don't have to be all out spiritualist with all the people that I have read in my life. Thousands of people I've read in my life. A lot of people have a lot of same problems or situations. And so I describe the underlying messages of what people are dealing with in, in today's life standards. And, and you could relate exactly to what I'm saying with each page that I write. And I promise you, you're going to think that I wrote this book specifically for you. Or, All right. It, it's really, it's, it's that powerful. And the biggest compliment that I've gotten with the book is not that, not just that people love the book, but they literally buy a lot more books because they want to give it out to their friends and family because it impacted them that much. Okay. Hmm. Interesting. 
And you also uh, have a, uh, is it a radio show or a podcast? It's a FaceTime live show. Okay. And it's 6 p.m. Eastern time every single Sunday. It used to be at 9, but because of this uh, crap we're all going through, I brought it down to 6 p.m. just for curfew purposes. Okay. Because my assistant has to get home uh, by a certain time. <laughs> where, can people so, find um, that sh- where can people find that show? Um, if you go to, um, again, Artie Hoffman, mm-hmm. Angels and Answers, or you Google Angels and Answers, mm-hmm. uh, I have a... Um, a um, a website, Angels and Answers, or if you go to my website, Artie Hoffman, um, there's a link to Angels and Answers. So um, you just go there, and 6 p.m. Eastern time, you just go on. It's Facebook Live, and people could uh, type in their questions for free, and I answer people for free for one hour. And whoever we answer, I get literally about a thousand questions a show. So my assistant Mary reads it. So. My eyesight sucks because I literally can't read anything that's in front of me right now on the camera. That's <laughs> okay. in front. I can't read anything right yeah. now because my eyesight, <coughs> unless I work my reading glasses. So Mary, my assistant Mary, will read the questions right next to me on the side. She's not on camera, just me. Yeah. She'll read the questions. And then when I listen to her, I look at the camera and I'll connect to people's loved ones. Uh, hi, Artie. Uh, my mother, Teresa, passed away. Uh, five years ago, and I want to know if there's any messages for her. My name is Kathy. And then I'll just connect, and I'll deliver a message. And it's unbelievable, because at first I was scared shitless, because I'm thinking to myself, oh, my God, can I do this? And I'm just saying stuff at the top of my head, only praying like hell that I'm right on what I'm saying. And then people type in, oh, my God, that's what she said. Oh, my God, that's what we wore. Oh, my God, that was her favorite show. And I'm thinking to myself, oh, thank God. Yeah. (laughs) And then you'll, you'll like this one. So then I have a lot of questions. People ask me, girls will ask me, they say, Hey, Artie, uh, let me ask you a question. Um, do you see me getting pregnant? I go, yeah. Once you stop watching me and get in the bedroom, your chances are a lot better. (laughs) (laughs) Or or they could ask about their love life. They want to know, do you see future love in my life? And I'll describe their future love or, you know, should I stay with the guy or, you know, is this other thing? Well, I mean, everyone has their own individual reading. You know, do you see me getting a job or what should I be doing? Should I be moving? Blah, 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 blah. Yeah. So, you know. Uh, for everyone out there uh, who's just ter- uh, tuning in, uh, we we are with uh, Artie Hoffman, uh, psychic medium, healer, life coach, inspirational speaker. And a uh, hell of a nice guy. <laughs> and a hell of a nice guy. Absolutely. <laughs> Uh, he's got a Facebook Live, uh, uh, 6 p.m. Eastern. Uh, he's got a website, artiehoffman.com. If you uh, are looking to book a uh, psychic medium, uh, th- that's where there's a whole uh, booking uh, place on his website. Uh, uh, he-, he does seminars, workshops. Uh, go there for information. Follow him on Facebook. Uh, yeah, just go to artiehoffman.com. Or you can email me, Artie Hoffman at Gmail, A-R-T-I-E-H-O-F-F-M-A-N. So Artie Hoffman at Gmail, ArtieHoffman.com. You can reach me, and I'm more than happy to set up a session, do a reading with you. Absolutely. And, uh, and I'll explain to you what my rates are. And I have to say this really quick. People say, well, Artie, if you're the man of God, and, you, and God gave you a gift, and you're able to help people, why do you charge? You know? And I say, <laughs> well... I charge because if I could do this for a living, which I do, that means my time is available more on a full-time basis to help out a lot more people. Mm -hmm. 
And I say priests get paid, <laughs> rabbis get paid, ministers get paid, doctors get paid. I'm a healer. I am a, they, people call me their psychic therapist. Mm-hmm. And um, I've had people literally tell me it's the best money that they've ever spent. And, um, and I'm not saying that to brag, but I, and I do have therapists who come see me for answers too, besides, yeah. you know, but, um, and, and it's all good. It's all good. You know, but when I need to know my own stuff, I need to see my other friends who are uh, psychics, but I'll <laughs> ask more than one psychic. Cause I want to make sure that their stories correlate with one another. <laughs> <laughs> I'm no dummy. Uh, <laughs> if you want to reach out to him uh, through his email or go to artiehoffman.com. Uh, buy his book, Angels and Answers, uh, uh, from his website or Amazon or, uh, you know, just uh, Google it. You'll find it. Angels and Answers is his book. Uh, he says that you, once you read it, it'll, it's like it's specifically written for you. So there might be some answers in there for you. Uh, well, there's everyone definitely going to be answers. Yeah. People are going to have a lot of aha moments and uh, they're going to be very inspired. That's what this book does. It inspires people. And I'm working on a second book, and you're going to love the title of my second book. And it's basically on the same premise, t- talking about life uh, situations that everyone deals with. Uh-huh. And the name of the book is called, and it's coming out, it's in the pr- editing process right now. I already wrote it. It's gone through the editing process. But the name of my second book that's coming out is called Have Your Angels Call My Angels. <laughs> <laughs> that's awesome. That's awesome. That's great. It's a good title. Well, uh, yeah. Artie, thank you so much for joining us, man. We yes, had a thank lot you. of fun. This, this has been great, great, man. This thing. has been really oh, good. Cool. Topic. Cool. And, thank uh, you for having me. It was a lot of fun to talk to you guys. Yeah. Uh, you had really good questions, too. We appreciate it. Thank you so much for joining us. Everyone out there, again, this is Artie Hoffman. Buy his book, Angels and Answers. Go to his Facebook. Uh, uh, my Facebook live shows. Yeah, my Facebook live show, Angels and Answers, 6 p.m. Eastern time. There it goes. Thank you so much, Artie. We Thank appreciate you for having it. me. It was a pleasure, guys. Thank and you And everybody so much. out there, stay eclectic. Stay eclectic, everyone. See you, everybody.